Good morning, church. Let's try that again. Good morning, church. It's good to be with you guys this morning here at Fishers of Men and excited to share a three-part message with you guys here. Uh, we're calling it Made for More, the Made for More series. Uh, today we're going to really dig deep into what we call the mission of God. Uh, as we uh, spend time in the next couple of weeks, we're going to discover what the Word of God teaches us about how He has made us uh, in a unique way that each one of us has been made uh, and has been uh, equipped and empowered to carry the identity of Christ uh, into the world uh, in which we, you and I live. Uh, this week, as we as we enter into this this first part of the series, uh, I'm gonna I want to introduce to you a a um, uh, definition of what what is mission what is the mission what is the mission. And the mission is this, an invitation to join him in his mission to redeem and restore all things through Jesus. I say it again. What is the mission? An invitation to join him in his mission to redeem and to restore all things through Jesus. An invitation. Brothers and sisters in Christ, you and I are all invited to join Jesus in his mission to not only to redeem, meaning to buy back humankind, but also to restore, to bring to life each and every one of us. And all this is done. And his desire is for all things to be restored, all people to be restored back to who He is. And this is all done through Jesus. Jesus is the center point of all missions that God might be calling you and me and fishers of men and in this next season of of missionary life together. And I say that because this day on Pentecost, the reason why I chose this series for this time of the year, because we're we're just we're we're on the heels of this great period of us uh, celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. I mean, He's risen. And, hallelujah. And and the fact that we believe that that we believe that Jesus has risen from the dead and that He is alive and He's promised to return. And until He returns. He's given us a purpose. He's given us a mission. And that's to join Him. To join Him in His redemptive work, in His restoration of all things through Jesus. And as we finish up this this time of remembrance of the resurrection, now today we we put on the red and we know that there's a change coming and and next week we're going to uh, put on green because green is a symbol of growth for the church. But the church cannot grow without the Holy Spirit. Not only do we need Jesus to show us our identity in the Father, but we need the Spirit of God to empower us to live it out in our lives day by day. And so... I think it's important that we take the next couple of weeks right here as we start Pentecost and head into this season of growth here at Fishers of Men 
during the, the uh, I guess it's, it ends up being about 27 weeks of Pentecost. It's the longest season ever. <laughs> it's probably because we need to grow, right? But in these next, next couple of weeks, we're going to spend some time learning what it means to be made for more and for a mission. I want to introduce these three words to you today. These three words are going to be the center point for the next three weeks. And I want to, they're going to, I'm going to use these words as a guide through each week as we journey together here at Fishers of Men. The first one is made. The second one is mindset. The third word is move. Can you say made? Made. Mindset? Move. As we think about this, we're going to be thinking about how each week, how God has made us unique, beautiful, wonderful. We're also going to ask ourselves, how do we need to change our mindset in this season of Pentecost? And then finally, what is God calling us to move into together when it comes to missions? Again, made, mindset, move. Say it with me. Made, mindset, move. So first of all, made. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm here to declare to you today that you are made for more. That you're not an accident. That God has ordained your existence on this earth at this time and in this place as part of this body of Christ. You are unique. You are wonderful. When God sees you, He sees His Son, His beloved. You are unique, but you're also, you have a calling on your life. To those who believe in Jesus and His resurrection, He has a calling on our life. And that calling, and when I think about being made for more, that calling is to bear the image of Christ. Each one of us is to bear the image of Christ. And it says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image. God's desire is for each one of us to be made for more, to be image bearers, to, be, to carry the identity of Christ into this world. But not only has he, has he created us with this need for us to carry the image of Christ, but He gave us a mission. And it says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, God blessed them. You feel blessed this morning? I feel blessed this morning. I got up. Praise the Lord. It's always a wonder if I'm going to get up. God blessed them and He said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth, subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. The Word of God says we have a calling. Theologians call this the general calling. Each one of us who are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, who, who, are, who consider ourselves disciples of Christ, we're called to be fruitful and to multiply. This room needs to get more full. Amen? <laughs> That's why we're here together. We're here together to see more people 
come to know Jesus and bear the image of God in Christ. To fill the earth and to subdue it. To fill the earth, meaning that we together would work with Christ to fill the earth with His image, but also subdue it. And that means to bring light into the darkness. That word subdue means to rule. Not only is the body of Christ here together this morning to dedicate ourselves to the work of Jesus Christ to fill this earth with His glory, but also to subdue it, meaning to together to rule in this life. And what does that mean? That means to bring light into darkness. We're going to talk about this in a couple of weeks and maybe how God is calling you as a couple, maybe you as an individual, maybe you as a group, maybe you as a church. God is calling us together to work together to bring light into darkness. Are you with me? To fill and to subdue. You know, Jesus has a work for us to do. It's a redeeming work. Remember I said earlier that the mission of God is to redeem and to restore. In Colossians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20, it says, For God has, was pleased to have all the fullness dwell in Him, that through Him to reconcile to Himself all things. When we look to Jesus, we see the fullness of God in the face of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. And it's in the fullness of God, we see it in the face of Jesus and through Him, through Jesus, to reconcile Himself to all things. That through, that whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through the blood shed on the cross, that God has given us a mission to redeem the world to tell people that you have been reconciled. That your account has been zeroed out. Amen? I'm three years from paying off my house. Boy, I can't wait to write that last check. Of course, there'll be no interest in that check. It's all paid up forward. But the bottom line is, that my account, I'll never have to see that $1,700 come out of my checking account every month. Are you with me? It's going to be zeroed out. Brothers and sisters in Christ, our message for the world, to fill the world, is to let people know that their accounts have been zeroed out, that they have peace with God, because we, without Jesus, deserve God's wrath, His anger, if we have sinned one time, we deserve God's righteous anger. He has a right to be angry with us. But in Christ, amen, in Christ, He's brought us peace with God. And our accounts are zeroed out. This is the redeeming, reconciling work that God wants us to fill the world with. In Genesis chapter 2, 7, it says, Then the Lord God formed a man with the dust of the ground, and he breathed into the nostrils a breath of life, and the man became a what? 
living being. Not only does God want to redeem us and reconcile us, but He wants to give us new life. He wants to give, give us life. And so He breathed in, into them this life. And this restorative life didn't just end in Genesis. It, 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 it continues here in John, in John chapter 20, verse 21. It says, and then Jesus, again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. Woo! Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive what? The Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they they are not forgiven. You see, God... As he gave life in Genesis, he restored us back to life in Genesis. He breathed into the nostrils of man. He also breathes on us the Holy Spirit to give us new life today in Christ Jesus when we're born again in Christ. He says, receive the Holy Spirit. Restorative life for the church. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm here to declare to you that you're made for more. You're made for more. We also need to consider our mindset. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm here to tell you that we need to repent, turn back to God, and see each each and every one of us as a missionary, as someone who needs... We need to together change our mind about that we're made for more, that we're made to be missionaries, to be those who are sent out. It says in in, in John chapter 10, he says, just as the Father is sending me, I'm sending you. One who is sent is a missionary. I like to share this picture of the Chicoltecuteca, bridge in Honduras. Back in 1998, a Hurricane Mitch went through Honduras and dumped a lot of water, so much water that it changed the trajectory of the river. The bridge is no longer useful because the river has moved. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm here to tell you the the river has moved in America. Many of us grew up in a church culture where everybody you kind of knew at least darkened the door on Christmas and Easter. And in my ministry, since I've been in ministry, I've, lived, I've worked in a post-Christian church. Most people I meet or most people I grew up with didn't really see the need to go to church or just a few went to church that I knew. And now we live in a pre Christian culture, meaning that most people you meet have never darkened the door of a church like fishers of men. Brothers and sisters in Christ, whether you know it or not, the reality is this, you live in a mission field. Therefore, we need to heed the words of Jesus in Matthew 4.19, come and follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out To what? Fish for people. Fishers of 
Hello? We need to make a shift. And the shift is this. From a come to come and see to a go and make culture. Brothers and sisters, the church needs to be awakened on this Pentecost Sunday and be reminded that God has not called us to be a come and see church, but to be a go and make church. So what does that look like? We need to move into the community. So not only do we need to remind, be reminded this more that we're made for more, that we need to repent and change our mindset, that yes, we are missionaries living in a mission field, but we need to move. We got to get up. I mean, seriously, we got to move. And what does move look like? In Matthew 22, 27, it says, Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And second of is like it. Love your what? Neighbor as yourself. Matthew 28, 19. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to see that we're made for more. We need to see and change our mind about who we are. That we're missionaries living in a mission, in a mission field. And you and I need to be moved to love. To love God with everything we've got. And to love our neighbor as ourselves. And listen to God's command this morning. To not to come and see. But therefore, to go and make. So my prayer for you this morning. My prayer for you this morning is, who is the one person God might be asking me to spend time with this week? This is the question I want you to ask yourself. Who is the one person God might be asking me to spend time with this week? Brothers and sisters in Christ, I believe that if we pray this prayer, that there's a name that God wants to give you. And preferably it's a name that maybe someone that hasn't been to church in a while, but just needs you to call them. My name that I have on my, my heart has been Mario. Mario is a young man who has been searching for Jesus. And uh, every week I call, I text, and I try to spend time with Mario. My question to you is, who's your Mario? Who is it that God might be calling you to visit with this week? To say, I miss you. Maybe it's someone that there's a broken relationship and you need to call and say, I forgive you. Or, <laughs> this is the harder one, would you forgive me? Who's the one? This is my prayer for you. May God remind us this morning that we're made for more. May He change our mindset and see that we are missionaries. And we, may we be moved into action with God's love.
Amen? Amen.